Hi, welcome to Are You Afraid? Now, this podcast is about spooky and a, kind of a, a general thing of spookiness. So, let's get to the story. So, this is by U. Wolchester State, which was posted about three years ago on Reddit. The title is, It Turns Out the Scratches Didn't Come from a Bear After All. Now, let's get to the story. My wife, Sarah, and I have been together for about two years. We met at college and it hit right off away. Steph was orphaned and when she was very young, she was raised by her grandfather until he went off to a school and met me. I didn't know much about her grandfather other than how he was extremely protective of her, almost verging on paranoia. Still, he passed away before I got the chance to ever meet him. I never really gave him much thought of other things to compare comfort Steph that wasn't until we found out that he owned something like 900 acres of forest Steph is only living descendant so she was given to the deed and the key pertaining to the house she had never seen before what a 23 year old was going to do with all that I don't know all I knew is that when she was told about her new land I knew we had to go check it out as we drove I asked if if she had been to this house in the forest before. She said, listen, I didn't even know this land existed. I had no idea why Gramps would keep this from me. It was pretty clear that she was taking his death pretty hard. No wonder, really, he basically raised her after all. The drive up to the mountains from our college took a couple hours. The forest was thick with pine and oak growing close to the road. The further we got to civilization, the worse the roads got potholes, broken branches, and even grass had begun to spout out in some places. Our plan was to stay at night, stay the night in the house, but it didn't pan out as we thought as the trend went on. Our GPS had us turn off on a gravel road. The road wounded and twisted around turns and rocky crop outings. It was pretty clear that he was lending us down into a valley. After half an hour or so on this new road, we saw the house in front of us. The house had clearly abandoned for us. I had brought my camera and took it. I took a picture of it and then we stepped out of the car. Steph was pretty disappointed. Well, I guess it was too much hope someone would care for it after all this time. Stretching my legs at all the time in the car was really nice. Steph walked up to the house and checked it out. I warned her that the ground might be rotted out and to be careful. And I started walking around the house and took pictures. I came to the house and walked in the front door. The inside was mess and all wood was rotten and dirt. I was honestly surprised that it was still standing. I stuck my head back outside. My eye caught something. There was a tree growing right next to the house. I saw four long, deep claw marks in it. A few months at least, I raised my camera and took a picture. At that, I heard Steph shriek. I ran back to the house and saw her standing in front of something rotten. I looked at it, and I looked closer. It was a deer carcass. I told Steph that we were most definitely in bear country, and then took a picture of the deer. Only thing was, it looked like the deer had been cut open from a rotten bunch of racer blades. Bears don't normally do that. The sun soon set after that. We took out our tent inside the house and found a nice flat spot to set up. I busted out my gas grill and made us a couple burgers. When we were sitting on our camp chairs inside the house, I'm feeling pretty good by the time it got completely dark. 
Steph was looking at me pretty amazed, and I asked her why are you surprised. It's just, I'd never been camping before. It's different than I imagined. She looked at the phone. Less call service, at least. I decided to see, ask some more about Steph's grandma. Grandpa. Why do you think he ever told you about any of this? Why didn't you think he took you camping before? I don't know, she said. I went out for a while, and look how cool I thought the property was. Plans for the future parties with friends, bonfires, and everything. It was just so awesome. Clouds had rolled in, so the light was just a little bit of a lantern I brought. Pretty soon, we headed inside the tent, zipped the door, and we were ready for bed. Steph had already fallen asleep when it happened. All the sounds from outside, all the crickets, birds, owls, it all stopped in an instant. Laying in my sleeping bag inside the tent, the silence was deafening. And then, that's when I heard it, a distant clinking noise echoed from the forest. I lay in silence trying to guess what animal might have been that sound. It was so loud that Steph actually woke up next to me and asked what it was. I told her I didn't know. And then I heard the clicking noise again, extremely close. So close, it seemed like it was right next to the house. I zipped out of my sleeping bag still inside the tent and grabbed my camera. I walked up to the tent and zipped it down as quietly as I could. Then I stuck the camera out into the darkness and took a picture. In a flash, I saw a hand reaching from the broken window to the house. It almost looked human, but it was definitely white, deadly even, and it had long claws extending from each finger through the window. I saw what it looked like a human silhouette with two bright yellow eyes staring in towards us. I can't be sure, but it looked like there was blood around its mouth. I pulled out the camera and zipped the tent back closed. Steph sat up, what is it? I covered her mouth next to mine. My heart was racing. I felt all the hairs on the back of my neck standing up. I had no idea what I was supposed to do. For silence, for a long moment, I heard nothing. Then the clicking sound echoed from when I was served with the front door of the house was. Steph stared at me. Her eyes clearly confused and afraid. She put her hand on mine and pulled it away, but I shook her and didn't take it off. Silence again. I strained here, but nothing. For once it had been two minutes, I sat my hand on Seth's mouth. Then I heard the clicking. Just from a few feet outside our tent. I have no idea how it got so close without making a sound. I froze for a moment, then I quietly as I could reached in my pants laying on the ground and pulled out my car keys. I hit the unlock button twice. My car horn beeped loudly where it parked in the front of the house. Silence again. Finally, what it seemed like eternity. I heard the clicking from where my car was parked in the front of the house. The clicking echoed out a few minutes, a few more times, but each one was farther and farther away. After half an hour or so, the crickets started up and the forest sounded alive again. Steph stared at me. What did you see? I told her to get dressed and ready to run. We got, in, we got dressed in the tent. I opened the door. We ran to my car, jumped in, sped away. I didn't stop until we reached home. The next morning, we were fine. Well, it was a very mysterious story. I mean, I feel so bad how people that go through these stuff. Like, how can someone go through this? It's so terrifying and everything. And like... You never really know what's out there. Now, are we all afraid of the dark? Are we all afraid of what's in the dark? Tune in the next episode and have a good night.
make sure you sleep with the light on.